Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Good! The Bulls win it! They win it! Pippen runs down the lane. Dumps it out the horse. Paxson for three! Yeah! Rose crosses over the fadeaway. The off-season chatter is continuing as we get through the NBA Finals and into the Tokyo Olympics, and one player involved in these rumors is a player you wouldn't necessarily expect so early in the rumor season. Welcome into the Believe in Bulls podcast here on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm your host, Nick Schultz. It is so, so great to be back with you for another week. It's also nice to have some Bulls happenings to talk about on the show this week because it's been kind of slow lately this offseason. Obviously, the playoffs are still going on, the NBA Finals ongoing. Phoenix took Game 1 of the Finals over Milwaukee to take a one nothing lead. Giannis is back. Might touch on the Finals a little bit toward the end of the show. But for right now, we're talking about some rumors surrounding Tomas Sadoransky. Yes, you heard that right. Tomas Sadoransky, his name came up in an article on NBC Sports Boston, and I want to dive into his contract situation a little more. I talked about this a few weeks ago when I was talking about trade possibilities. I want to look at his contract situation a little bit and what it would take to trade Sato maybe to the Boston Celtics. Brad Stevens obviously took over as president of basketball operations. Danny Ainge retired. I still think that's a great hire. I think Brad Stevens as a coach, he's a great coach. He's one of those I have a soft spot for because I love mid-major basketball, and he coached at Butler for so long. So seeing him get this opportunity with the Celtics, I think he's going to be great at it, and it was time for Danny Ainge to move on. But that aside, this came out on NBC Sports Boston last week. Chris Forsberg wrote this article July 2nd, so it hasn't been a full week since it came out, and it's talking about what lies ahead for Brad Stevens this summer. And as you read through the different subheads, you get to trade exceptions. And the term comes up, TPE. What is a TPE, first of all? Now, I had to look this up as well, because this is a new thing for me. Uh, It stands for Traded Player Exception. And what it is, is basically teams can trade for a player and not give anything up, and instead take the salary 
and give the other team a trade exception. So let's look at an example of this. Let's stick with Boston and Gordon Hayward for an example. The Celtics traded Gordon Hayward to the Hornets. It was a sign-in trade. Charlotte did not give up a player in that deal. So what happened with this, Boston freed up enough cap space. This is according to FranchiseSports.co.uk. Boston freed up enough space that they could absorb Hayward and sign him to that contract. But since they got rid of Hayward's salary, Boston kept a $28.5 million trade exception, and they can use that to sign a player or two. And along with that, uh, the Celtics got rid of Ennis Cantor. They traded him to Portland, Vincent Poirier to the Thunder. Boston didn't take back any players in those two deals. So now they've got that TPE, and they can trade for some players. And they can then help teams like, say, the Bulls free up some cap space. And that's how this is a fit, according to Chris Forsberg. I'm uh, quoting from the article now. Tomas Sadoransky, who is on a partially guaranteed $10 million deal this season. The Bulls could use some financial flexibility, and Boston could take Sadoransky back into the remainder of the Hayward exception while adding some needed size and experience at the point guard spot. Boston might desire to chase a higher grade of talent with its exceptions, but the long-term quest for star talent complicates any short-term pursuit. For instance, the Celtics could engage the Cavaliers on Larry Nance Jr.'s availability with the goal of utilizing the rest of the Hayward TPE to nab an impact player at a position of need. So, that's kind of convoluted. Let's break that down into layman's terms. Celtics need another point guard. They got rid of Kemba Walker. Kemba Walker got traded to where, Oklahoma City, I think. He was rumored for maybe the Bulls, and I did not want any part of that. I'm really glad that... Kemba Walker did not go to Chicago. But they still need a point guard. And Tomas Sadoransky's trade value is increasing tremendously right now. At the Olympic qualifiers, he helped the Czech Republic qualify for the Olympics. 16 points per game, 5.5 rebounds per game, 5.5 assists per game, and he was named the MVP of the Victoria Tournament. So, with that in mind, what he did this past year, I mean, it was all right, what he did in the regular season for the Bulls this year wasn't off the charts. I mean, he jumped into the lineup, and I've made this analogy before. You know how much, if you listen to me, you know how much I hate mixing sports references, but it works here. Tomas Sadoransky is to the Bulls like Nick Foles is to the Bears. They are capable of starting, but they're not going to be quote-unquote good. They are beatable if they are game-planned against. Sadoransky is not the starting point guard of the future for the Bulls. I think he's a piece. He's got that partial guarantee. I think he's going to be traded this offseason. And getting this exception in here, that could create some cap space because that's been one of the biggest issues this offseason for the Bulls is cap space. They don't have a lot of it. They've kind of handcuffed themselves. Thanks, Scar Packs. According to Track, the salary cap coming up for this coming season as we sit here right now, the Bulls have approximately 24-ish million dollars in cap space. Now, that number could get as high as 36 million. That's according to my guy in front of the show, Rob Schaefer at NBC Sports Chicago. He reported that back in May. He did a deep dive on the Bulls' offseason plans and what could go into any salary cap issues. So if, let's say, Sato and Thaddeus Young go this offseason, they are two partially guaranteed contracts. There are six players guaranteed contracts for next season. Now, Ryan Archidiakono has a $3 million cap figure. 
I think he's gone as well. But dead cap, we have Nikola Vucevic, Zach Levine, Al Farouk Aminu, Patrick Williams, Kobe White, Troy Brown Jr. are full guarantees. And then Thaddeus Young, Thomas Sadoransky, partial guarantees with their options. I wouldn't be surprised, obviously, if Sadoransky's gone, but if Thaddeus Young's gone too, because you're going to have teams looking for a seasoned veteran. And with how Thad Young performed this last year for the Bulls, I mean, Thadjik Johnson, you got to think about that. He increased his trade value. So maybe you can get something back for Thad as well. But this is all kind of leading up to my big point here. You'd only have six players left on the roster for next year. And you have about $24 million in cap space right now unless you can get rid of Sadoransky's and Young's contracts. That's not easy to build a roster with that little bit of cap space. Now keep in mind, we do have the draft coming up, and I still think I'm seeing more and more reports about it that the Bulls are thinking about at least trading up or into the first round. And if they do that, that could impact the trajectory of this rebuild. But we can't really bank on a hypothetical trade, just like we could not bank on the Bulls getting a top four pick and keeping the first rounder. You have to look at what's on the board right now. And on the board right now, you've got six players left returning for next year and a second round pick. Unless you find a Nikola Jokic in that second round, which Arturos Karnaschovas has done in the past. He literally found Nikola Jokic in the mid-second round, and here he is this year winning MVP. That would be a miracle, and trust me, I'd be perfectly fine with that. That would be awesome if that happened. But for conversation's sake, you can't bank on finding a needle in a haystack like that. This could be another in-between year because let's say this does happen Sadoransky to Boston and the Bulls free up that cap space what do you do with that cap space do you try to win now if you do try to win now how do you try to win now because that's not a lot of room if you want to bring in another star with Zach Levine and Nikola Vucevic and when I say another star I'm talking like you're say I don't know Damian Lillard if you can get uh, Luka Doncic probably isn't going to want out of Dallas since they hired Jason Kidd as coach. But I'm talking like a big name like that, a big swing that Arturis Karnaschovas can take, very similar to the Vucevic trade at the trade deadline. I don't think with $24 million in cap space, that could happen. And now, I do want to put this to rest right now. Ben Simmons to the Bulls, that's not happening. That is $33 million you'd be taking on. Do not do that. I want no part of that. I want no part of Ben Simmons' game. I want no part of his contract. I don't want that to happen at all whatsoever. End of conversation. So let's put that to rest. I keep saying more and more about Levine for Simmons. No. I forget who it was on Twitter said it best. The idea of bringing in Nikola Vucevic was to pair with Zach Levine, not take Zach Levine out of the equation. So I don't want to hear another Levine for Simmons trade proposal, okay? Those are annoying, they're idiotic, they're asinine. I do not want to hear it. So Ben Simmons, not happening with that little bit of cap space. So how do you try to win now? I don't have an answer to that question. I think what needs to happen is it's going to be another in-between year, depending on especially what happens in the draft. If the Bulls can get into the first round, I don't know if they'll get into the lottery necessarily, but if they can get into the first round and get like a Scotty Barnes or Io DeSumo, who they have reportedly met with I know Io said he was meeting with the Bulls shortly after his press conference I think that was last week or the week before that he said that but those reports are out there those guys would be good I mean they're not Zion Williamson level draft pick impact but still they, they could be impact players and help this rebuild 
keep going even faster than expected. But I really think next year is going to be another in-between year. You're going to see maybe some filler pieces come in. The only players under contract for 2022-23, now we're looking another year ahead right now, the only ones under contract are Nikola Vucevic and maybe Patrick Williams and Kobe White. Vucevic is the only one guaranteed. B. Will and Kobe White have options, which I have a feeling will get picked up. I'm not sure that's a ways away yet. But again, we're talking hypotheticals here with the salary cap situation. This is how you have to look at things. If you're a tourist kind of show, and Mark Eversley. This is how you have to look at what you want to do next season. Those are the only guys you have back. Zach Levine is set to be a free agent, assuming they can't sign him to a max contract. Now, the other ripple to this whole thing, and this is something that we're joking about on Twitter. You're seeing the jokes. You're seeing the references. It's the old thing about the Olympics. Zach Levine is playing in Tokyo in the Olympics. He's playing alongside, I don't know, Bradley Beal, who was asked about the amount of chatter about guys potentially joining up and playing together, and he joked that there'd be maybe a lot of it. Because Bradley Beal is in a weird situation with Washington. Obviously, Scott Brooks is gone. He did not get a new contract. They parted ways, whatever. He's got Russell Westbrook there, too. But Bradley Beal has said, and it, or I don't think he's said as so much as implied, that he wants out of Washington. Now, he's not a Chicago guy. He's a St. Louis guy. But still, there have been rumors about Bradley Beal to the Bulls, and, and they've been kind of like half-joking, and he's been kind of feeding the fires on Twitter about it. But I would not be surprised if Zach Levine is in Bradley Beal's ear talking about a potential team-up with Nikola Vucevic in Chicago with the Bulls. Now, could you imagine that lineup? Bradley Beal, Patrick Williams, Zach Levine, Nikola Vucevic. That would be awesome. That'd be great. And I could see it happening down the road, but that's the other thing. Maybe Zach's out there doing recruiting. I'm hoping Zach is out there recruiting some of these guys on the Olympic roster. And I don't think that'd be immediate impact necessarily. I mean, I still don't think Chicago is a quote-unquote destination. And what I mean by that is, Chicago, it's not what it was in the 90s, obviously. It's also not like it was when Derrick Rose was here. You know, when Derrick Rose was with the Bulls, you heard the rumors, and I want to say there was more to it than just rumors, that there was talk of LeBron James coming to Chicago with Dwayne Wade, or either Dwayne Wade or Chris Bosh, one of the two. There was smoke there about them potentially coming to the Bulls and teaming up with Derrick Rose, and it didn't happen. I mean, part of that has to do with the incompetence of the front office. Tibbs was not, I mean, he's kind of a lover-hate coach. I mean, I'm a big Tibbs fan, but again, he is definitely a lover-hate type of coach. And yeah, Chicago's not what it was even back then. I think it's getting there. I think bringing in Arturis Karnaschovas, Mark Eversley, Billy Donovan, and let's not forget about Mo Cheeks as an assistant. I think that adds some much-needed credibility. I think it could turn Chicago into the destination that it should be. I mean, come on. Third largest city in the world, third largest market, a lot of exposure. There is no reason the Bulls should not be in the playoffs every year, and I think the ship is turning, to use that metaphor from Kate Ochter, who I used to cover at Loyola Chicago. I think the ship is turning. I think the train's getting back on the tracks in a way but I don't think it's going to happen overnight. I still think this offseason is going to be an in-between year. We'll see what kind of recruiting Zach can do in Tokyo as well because he's got to be in those guys' ears. I mean, he's turned into an all-star and an Olympian over the last year since Jim Boylan got the hell out of here. That says 
a lot about the changes the Bulls have made, and I'm really excited to look at that going forward as well. Now, we've got the NBA Finals continuing the next couple weeks. We've got the draft coming up later this month. We've got the Olympics coming up. We've got a big month of news ahead, and I look forward to talking about it all with you right back here on the Believe in Bulls podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. Please subscribe Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, that is new, Art19, a podcast on Art19 are going to be on Amazon Music, so please subscribe on there as well. If you know anyone who listens on there, spread the word. That is a thing. The podcast is growing. I really appreciate everyone listening. I'm going to wrap it up here. Stay safe, stay healthy, get the vaccine when you can. I'll talk to you back here next week. Hopefully we have some more exciting Bulls news to talk about. Have an awesome week, everybody. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.